CVS says it will close 900 stores in the United States by the end of 2024, 10% of all its shops. Now, what they're saying is that they are modernizing their shopping experience for the consumer. You're going to have a better shopping experience, just not in our stores. Oh, and by the way, yeah, there was this little thing about rampant increase in shoplifting, but don't focus on that. Focus on the better shopping experience you're going to have when you sit down at your computer, because that's how you're going to have to shop at CVS in many communities throughout the United States. You ain't going to have any more stores. Let's get into it. Here we go. Also got the storyline of Target. Target yesterday came out with, oh, we're going to close down nine stores. We're going to close a couple of down in um, Seattle. We're going to close three down in Portland. Oh, do you see a trend here? I'm going to close one down in Oakland. Mm, Shay now. Two in San Francisco and then one in Harlem, New York. <laughs> if, if that doesn't tell you... What is the commonality? What's the thread here? What is the, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. And I have a bunch of podcasts on that. CVS is set to close, but let's get back to CVS. Let's go back to CVS closing down stores. We just got store closures left and right. CVS is set to close hundreds of stores across the country as it undergoes a complete retail rehaul, overhaul, as more outlets move towards online sellers amid rampant increases in crime. So many of you say, just shut all the stores down and go online. That, that's okay, but... You know, CVS and Target and Walgreens, oftentimes they have a little thing called a pharmacy and you got to go there to get, get your medication. So, you know, there's that part of it as well. And to have this stuff, and, and that's okay for like renewals of your prescription. But if you need to go get something right now, a doctor prescribes something, uh, you know, you're not getting it at your hospital, whatever. They don't have a pharmacy, whatever. You need to have some stores. Right. You need to have some stores. So this isn't going to work out well for everybody, but this is what we're doing. And so many people say, well, just shut all the stores down. Well, you're getting your wish. You're getting your wish. So then now, instead of the thieves stealing from Target, from Walgreens, from CVS, they're going to steal from your community businesses, your community restaurants, your homes, because the drug addictions don't go away. So where do they get the funds to make this go? And they're not going to get a, le you know, a, a legit job. This is, this is how this works. The major drugstore chain CVS is coming to the end of a policy launched in 2021, which will see 300 stores closed each year, meaning 900 will have shuttered by 2024. In the announcement, which has hit headlines again recently amid rampant shoplifting, we all see the stories. I mean, you see all the shorts, you see all the, the reels of just people taking enormous carts out. Somebody sent me a message or there was a message <laughs> on, I think it was on our premiere this morning, in fact, where somebody in their, in their community, a couple of towns over, there was porch pirates with a, um, people stealing, you know, packages delivered to people's front porches. And they were literally going down the street with a shopping cart. Uh, let's grab one there. Yep. We're going shopping, just not at the store, shopping from your porches, stealing from your porches, because that's what they have to do because, you know, drugs, addiction, 
homeless encampments that go there to sell it. It's all intertwined. This is this is literally what's going on. In the announcement, which has hit headlines again recently amid rampant shoplifting at the chain, bosses said that they were undergoing a new retail footprint strategy. And by retail footprint strategy, we mean eliminating the retail footprint. No more footprint. It's gone. Why? Because the store is gone. But hey, shop online, cvs.com. Come visit us there. Always talk about that when a store closure happens because management has these things. This was a difficult decision and it was really hard and all of our employees are going to have an option to go work at one of our other stores that aren't closing. But if you're in one of these you know, progressive communities, we're, we're going to close all your stores down. Management doesn't throw in the progressive part, but I did because that's what everybody's thinking. They're thinking, Ah, huh, that's interesting. Now, if we put these stores on a map, the nine stores that Target's closing on the West Coast, except one and one in Harlem, New York. Huh, weird. Yeah, none in the middle, none in the flyover zone in the U.S., none in the Bible Belt. What's up with that? What's going on there? <laughs> and so many of them are just on the West Coast. You know, the typical, typical locations. More shoppers are turning to buying online in the wake of the pandemic, as well as rocketing levels of shoplifting affecting sales in stores. So one of the stories that I'm going to be covering is, I mean, we're going to go over and we're going to shoot some footage at the two Target stores that are closing in Seattle. One's the U District Target and one is the Ballard Target. I talk about the U District Target from the standpoint of prior to the, the Ballard or the uh, Ship Canal Bridge encampment being cleared out. Jeremy Harris of Como had a, you know, had a conversation with one of the um, residents of said homeless encampment and his, his daily goal, his daily affirmation to himself is I will make it to target today and steal from it so that I can get drugs for today and the near future. That was his, that was his daily thing. That was his daily grind. Ah, man, I got to get, I got to get up and go do some shoplifting. And that's one of the stores that's being closed. I mean, and not shocking, right? I also talk a lot about the downtown core of Seattle being cleared out. We're playing whack-a-mole. Those people go somewhere, right? Well, they've gone to Ballard here in Seattle. Where's the other Target store being closed in Seattle? Hmm. Ballard. Weird. Who knew? CVS claims that local market dynamics, here's the corporate talk. So we got some local market dynamics. We got some population shifts and we got a community store's density. What are some of the aspects it's looked into when deciding which stores to shutter? That is the look over here. Don't look here. Look over here. Don't look here approach. Now we're going to talk about some stuff and people are going to go, oh, it's not the shoplifting. It's the, uh, <laughs> the market dynamics, the population shifts and a community store density. Those are factors, right? Those are factors. If you're running a store, those are straight up legit factors, but look at the locations of the stores that are closing. Had conversations with men in blue down in Portland, giving me the rundown on why those stores are closing. Let's just put it this way. None of the locations, the three target stores being closed in, in uh, Portland, none of those are shocking. <laughs> you know, everybody's like, wow, I'm surprised it lasted that long. Hey, 
Yeah. Wow, that's really good. <laughs> a spokesperson said, maintaining access to pharmacy services in the communities we serve is an important factor we consider when making store closure decisions. Yeah, because you're going to take a beat down if you close and there's no other pharmacy in the area because then all of a sudden it's the, it's the corporate, it's the corporate screwing us again. Big corporate is screwing us. We don't have access to our medications. More customers are getting prescriptions filled online, retrieving personal care items through curbside pickup and visiting with doctors through telehealth. Speaking at the time of the announcement, CEO Karen Lynch said, Our retail stores are fundamental to our strategy and who we are as a company, but just not the ones that you're stealing from. We're shutting those mother effers down. Now, that's that's not very CEO-like, but that's what she wanted to say, right? Hey, you steal from our store? We're going to shut it down. We've already told you that we are we're, we're reimagining and rethinking our retail footprint, meaning we're going to close down a crap ton of stores. And if you're in an area where you are just rampantly stealing because that's an okay thing to do and you know, we're not we don't have police protection like we should and we don't have criminal system working like it should, which means arresting, prosecuting and incarcerating shoplifters. If you don't have that in your community, we might shut your store down. So, you know, that's what's going on. One of the other storylines that is currently going on is along the lines of you've got a pharmacy desert, right? Nowhere to get your medication. In Chicago, you got a food desert in multiple communities. It's because they've been robbed blind by their own constituents. You've got this progressive notion that we can't really incarcerate people because that is racist. Well, and so then it's gone the flip side, which is there's no incarceration of anybody for anything. Therefore, hey, little something like shoplifting, it's go time. That's 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 where we sit. It's go time. And that's why these numbers are elevating and stores are closing down because there is a big push. I don't know if you remember the pandemic. <laughs> There's that big push to, oh my gosh, stores are closed. Okay. We can't go out. Don't want to get anywhere near somebody with Rona because we might get the sniffles. We can't have that. We can't have the sniffles. Even though I got the Rona and I was pretty damn sick, but that's, you know, a whole nother story. Speaking of, <laughs> we remain focused on the competitive advantage provided by our presence in thousands of communities across the country, more corporate speak, which complements our rapidly expanding digital presence. So we're, we're, we're saying uh, we're, we're combining our online presence with your shopping experience in thousands of communities, but just, just not the ones that you're robbing us blind in. Yeah, that's, we're not doing that. And I don't blame them. I mean, I've talked about this how many times? If you've got a big long list, if, if you're sitting in your meeting and you've, you know, your big corporate meeting with all the, with all your, you know, your West Coast regional, whatever, and your East Coast and your Midwest and your Southwest United States locations, and you've got a list of stores that are underperforming and you look and see where they're located and you look and see, you know, what shoplifting is like. That's not a hard call. If, if you're already losing money and you're losing a ton of, you know, you got loss prevention out the rear end, you're going to close those things down. It's not that difficult to figure out, but you're leaving us in a food desert. Going back to Chicago, <laughs> the um, let's go Brandon Johnson, the new mayor. He's like, well, we'll build our own store. I'm sure that'll work out just fine.
The company confirmed that it's pushing to turn more of its stores into healthcare destinations in an attempt to drum up more claims for its insurance business. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Ah, selling the stuff that's not working because they're stealing it. Let's go with healthcare because we can just ream them that way. Well, I mean, that's, that's what they'd say in the, you know, deep in the midst of the uh, corporate meetings. Drum up more claims for its insurance business. It's better business than selling stuff that gets ripped off. It's also working to expand the health hub business, despite investigators finding in June that the company failed to provide proper inter- inter- interpretation services for individuals who are deaf or hard of hearing during their appointments with medical staff. Okay. All right. I get it. A lot of people have needs. Man, I was in, where was I yesterday? I was in a Walgreens. I hate going to the drugstore now. I was in my local Walgreens. It's always a shit show. There's just always something going on. I walk in and there's 14 people looking to get their picture taken for passports because we've got a million people from either India or China in, in Bellevue because they're working for Amazon. They're working for Microsoft. They're working for whatever. There's always people getting, getting that service, but there was literally probably a dozen people in line at the pharmacy. And so I asked when I checked out, I asked, what's going on here? Ah, we're understaffed. And right when I got into the store, this woman came up to me that had just, you know, one tooth, one tooth. And she's like talking to me about, you know, making sure I'm safe in the parking lot. And I'm like, uh, cause somebody was going to get her there and just like, uh, okay. All right. All right. Maybe I should shop online. Maybe that's what we're going to do. Yeah. I, 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 I need some toothpaste and. <laughs> You know, I need some Advil. Could you send it to me? The Department of Justice and CVS came to a settlement agreement that requires the company to change its policies. Going back to that, there's just so many people that have special needs out there, right? Because we've just, it, just crazy stuff going on. All right. So here's, uh, here's some people stealing some stuff. Nothing new here. The shopping carts, the entire full shopping carts are always kind of shocking to me. One of the other videos I saw yesterday was going out of a clothing store and they had one of those portable racks with hangers. Whole thing was lined up with clothes and they're just pushing it out. It's like they were moving (laughs) and they were moving. They were moving inventory out of the store without paying for it. The decision to shutter stores was first announced in November of 2021 as part of a bid to focus on digital growth. Physical locations were expected to close from 2022, with remaining stores transitioning to healthcare destinations, offering shots and testing. Hey, that's great. You want to get your COVID shot? Yeah, your 18th COVID shot and your 14th update. The decision initially saw share prices rise and and a bunch bunch of stuff happened and 300 stores closed in 2022. Chain expects to close another 300 this year before closing another 300 in 2024. 900 stores. Now they've got what, 9,000 nationwide, something like that. I mean, that's the 10%. So it's not a, you know, percentage wise, it's not a big, big number, but it does impact a lot of communities. And guess where they're going to close these bad boys down? They're not going to close them down in the high performing areas where they're being, they're not being robbed from, are they? That's not what's going on. Thousands of stores across the U.S. have been forced to lock up basic products like toothpaste and deodorant following a spike in shoplifting. That is so true. I bought toothpaste the other day, and I've talked about this a bunch. Some stuff is in behind lock and key. Others isn't. 
I now buy the stuff and I question myself because I'm like, this isn't what I normally buy, but I can physically grab it and put it in my damn cart and go, right? This other stuff that's all locked up, is is that the better stuff? Or is it just more marketable on the black market where you're going to go, you know, liquidate your said goods for drug money? I don't know. Shopping experience is just no longer what it used to be, right? As of April 2023, stores had lost an estimated $86.6 billion to retail theft in 2022, with projections indicating that by 2025, retail theft may cost stores over $115 billion. Now, it's, it's, it's percentage wise, it's kind of a small drop in the bucket. But I think we're pretty much done with this. There's just, oh yeah, here's, here's some more stuff. We can't show that because, um, yeah, we'll get, uh, we'll get demonetized. We can't have any kind of crime on here because apparently the advertisers, they don't like that. And, um, so we, we just keep it as clean as possible here. And we got some stuff about Rite Aid. Bottom line is, is that any store that's, that's, that's got a mass market within the United States or worldwide, they are going online because the the retail footprint, the physical footprint is rapidly becoming a thing of the past. And if you can't control shoplifting, then why have a store? Now, one of the other comments I thought I saw today that was interesting is what about just going after the Amazon vans? I mean, one driver unarmed, I mean, is that going to become a thing? Take all the stuff and the, I mean, it's better than taking your shopping cart and going down the street, one porch by, you know, just hoping somebody has a package there that you can get. Maybe it'll be like a cooking book that you'll steal. Anybody want a cooking book? Trade it for some fentanyl. Cooking book for fentanyl, you know, on the sidewalk. You see that crap and you're like, oh man, what are we even doing here? This stuff has been going on forever, you know, just shoplifting and selling goods. But now you've got so many outlets, so many online outlets where folks can pop up a store, sell some stuff, close her down, get in, get out, whatever. And you're not going to get caught or take it like Seattle. You know, you've got multiple locations that are known for fencing. You can fence your goods there. You can sell your stuff all day long. Podcast recently down in in uh, San Francisco. Guy had his camera equipment rocked from his car, robbed, and uh, you know he's talking to police, and they're like, "Oh yeah, your stuff is at three hundred Leavenworth, a known fencing operation, <laughs> and it's one block away from the Tenderloin Police Department." You know, you know, this, this selling of stolen goods is way easier than I think people think that it is. And there's such a liquid market. The liquidity in the secondhand, in the secondary market for stolen goods is high. Yeah. Meaning you can turn it into cash. No problem. You talk about liquidity in the stock market. You talk about the illiquidity in real estate, meaning you can't sell it very easy. You got to go through this convoluted process, but selling stuff in the secondary market for stolen goods. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Now we do have Congress kind of in that last round of uh, budget, whatever. I just, I try not to 
pay attention because none of the stuff that really happens in Congress has any impact on the, you know, boots on the ground. They're trying to go after these big uh, online companies like, you know, Facebook Marketplace, Amazon, which allows people to pop up stores all day long, you know, places like that. They're trying to make them register people who've sold over 2,000, uh, 2,000 items and no, I can't remember five grand worth of items and had XYZ number of transactions. Is that going to really stop anything? No, no, it's not. Oh, we might get caught on a big sweep on the other end. You got a million different little organized retail operations going on out there and some really big ones. I saw one that got popped for, I, I think it was um, 1.4 million in goods. I mean, that's a lot of stuff, right? That's a lot of stuff for you're stealing stuff. You're bringing it to a warehouse. You've got a whole bunch of people out there stealing stuff. You pay them a little bit of money. They go get their drugs. You take the money. You sell it on your store. You've got a legit operation going there. So all of this stuff works together. And at the end of the day, when big corporate like CVS sits down to make those decisions, the stores that get rocked the least, those are the ones they keep open. And I don't blame them. All right. Got substantially less loss prevention in the Midwest. Keep all those stores open. It's okay. The exception of uh, anything in Chicago, shut her down, <laughs> you know, and that's not really in the Midwest, but you know what I'm saying? Known uh, Portland, it's a no-go. Even REI pulled out of Portland and it's the number one bicycle riding city in the United States. You know, you've got, you've got that going on. And those are some of the, the micro backdrops to CVS's, uh, over three years, we're going to shut down 900 stores, but don't worry. Shop at CVS.com. We're, we're improving your online shopping experience. So I'm not a big CVS guy, but you know, everybody needs a drugstore now and then, right? But man, am I going to be getting my toothpaste from Amazon? I mean, I, I don't want to go to one of these, these, these I don't want to go to a drugstore to just get that. I'm going to probably buy a few other things or I've got a few other things in my Amazon shopping cart already. I'll just add toothpaste to it. That's where I think the slippery slope is. All right. That's it for me on this CVS closing a bunch of stores and I want you to go online. All right. Maybe whatever. Thanks again for being here. We'll catch up soon on the next one. Bye for now.